0: All right. So, who is not yet caught up on sleep from camp? A few of you guys. Yes. I understand. I thought I was, and then I wasn't. And this morning I woke up like an hour before my alarm, and that made me angry because I didn't have any good reason to get up that early. And yet my body was like, "You're awake. I don't need it. It's fine." My body was like, "Get up." And I was like, "No." I said, "Yes." I said, "Okay." Cuz at some point you just got to you just got to go with it. So, um how many of you, now, now those of you guys who are new tonight, uh, I'm going to tie, tie it all in here, I promise. But we're going to start off, because we just got back from camp on Friday. Okay, we were at camp for a week, and, uh, and we didn't sleep very much, and it was really fun, it was awesome. But uh, how many of you guys, you know, like we went to camp, we had this awesome experience where like, the Holy Spirit was speaking to us, and we could feel the presence of God. And how many of you guys, since we got back, you've already felt like the enemy tried to discourage you about that? Like you've had thoughts like, well, maybe it wasn't real, maybe uh maybe that was all a fluke, maybe that can only happen at camp, right thought maybe i've I know there have been times when I thought, oh, there's something special about camp, and there kind of is, but there kind of isn't, and I'm going to talk about that a little bit later. Um, you know, maybe it was just an emotional high, but it wasn't real. I don't know if you guys know this. Uh, that's pretty normal for you to have those thoughts. That's, that's okay. Um, but those are the, uh, that's the enemy. That's the devil trying to convince you of that. Like that's the devil who's like, hey, that was all fake. It wasn't for real. But you know what Jesus called the devil? Anybody know the name, one of the names Jesus gave the devil? What? I heard somebody say something over there. What did you say, sh- cat woman? What? Friend. friend? The de- Jesus called the devil friend? That'd be weird. What you got, Ronnie? Father? Yeah, King of Lies or the Father of Lies, and it's not even on you version tonight. So she didn't. cheat. she just knew that one. Uh, so yeah, the Father of Lies is one of the uh, is one of the names that he gave. And but but do you know what he said uh, to Peter when he when, when he called, when Peter tried to argue with Jesus' plan? Anybody remember what he said to Peter? He said, Get behind me, Satan. Now when, when Jesus is calling you Satan, that's bad. Um, that's a problem. Like we don't want that. But yeah, Peter was like getting in the way of, of Jesus' plan and God's plan. And so so Jesus told the the influence of the devil, Hey, get behind me. In other words, sit down and shut up. All right? Have you ever been how many of you have a kid in your class who always has to answer the question, right? He's really annoying, right? You guys know that kid? Okay. If do what? oh you are that kid <laughs> oh oh he tried to say that you were oh very very supportive Trey so <laughs> well you know and there's a difference between like the person that that is really smart and does really good and the guy who wants to show off about it right like when I was in college i never forget I was a music major and so the first day back in class after the first winter break um I was in theory class or whatever. And so the, the teacher is like, okay, what did you guys do over the break? And we were all music majors. So we most of us had performed in various productions and whatnot. And this one guy stood up. He's like, I sang tenor in The Messiah. And I'm like, yeah, so did half the College of Music. Sit down and shut up. Like, like it was, it was bad. Like, we yeah, he lived next door to me. I, we didn't like him very much because um, he was just one of those dudes. Like, he always wanted to make sure everybody knew – how good he was, right? And everybody else in the class was just like, dude, go away. Nobody wants to hear it. That is the authority that we have to tell the devil. When the devil comes at us with those distractions and those discouragements, you have every right to tell the devil, hey, you, sit down and shut up. Get out of the way. I'm busy doing stuff, okay? So, so, but because we want that camp experience to to continue, right? We want that presence of God in our lives. No matter who you are, even if you didn't go to camp with us, those of you, like, like, on some level, we all say, you know what, I want to feel God's presence, right? Like, that's something that I think, even if we have never really articulated it, in some way, we all have a longing, okay? We're all born with a longing because... We long for a relationship with God. And so so we're going to talk about some ways how you can feel the presence of God, okay? So, you know, ways that you can create an atmosphere where you can, and can, can experience what God has for you and what God wants for you, okay? So at, at our camp, what are the three elements, what are the three things that happen in each camp service at night? Like, what are the three things we do? Worship, praise. Yeah, praise and worship, right? And we think of that in music. Again, I talked earlier about Psalm 150, verse 6, where it says, let everything that has breath praise the Lord, right? We have the opportunity to praise. And so when we go to camp, we begin our services with praise, okay? And the Bible tells us we should do that. If you're breathing, if you can fog up a mirror, you should be praising, okay? And there's simple ways to do that. You say, I don't really know how to do that. It's very simple. Praise is just telling God who he is and what he means to you, okay? It doesn't even have to be music, although music is great. Praise and worship music is awesome. But there's not... But there's no prescribed way. It's just simply that, you know, talking, telling God who he is, okay? When you're in a relationship with somebody, you tell them what they mean to you, right? That's what praise and worship is, okay? It's it's telling God what he means to us. And, yes, we do it through music. And if you say, I don't know any Christian music, talk to me afterwards. Like, there's like a million groups. Go on Spotify. Click on Spotify. Go to the Christian station, you know, Christian and gospel. I mean, it's you know, there's all kinds of way to find good Christian music. Um uh, of all kinds of varieties and styles, um, if they have it in 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 regular music or in non-Christian music, they probably have a similar artist in Christian music. Okay, so you can find that. Simply telling God who He is and responding to who God is. What's the second part of our services at camp? What? The preaching, yes, the preaching, okay? The Word, that's the Bible, right? This is where the speaker gets up and, and relays the Bible to us and, and, and allows us to, uh, to kind of connect with the Word, okay? The Bible says that, that all scriptures God breathed and useful for, for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness so that the servant of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. The whole Bible, the whole thing is useful, he said, I've read Leviticus. It doesn't seem useful. I know. Some of them are hard to get stuff out of. Some of them are easier. But the whole thing is useful. You say, I don't know where to start. Start in John. Read a chapter a day. John is like two-thirds of the way through, you know, find the book of John or start in Matthew Matthew Mark Luke or John any of those great place to start read a chapter a day if you've got the YouVersion Bible app it's very simple click on plans there's like a million and seven plans that you can follow that'll remind you you'll get like a little notification thing saying hey don't forget to read the Bible today this is your section you know um, I do a yearly reading plan every year and as well as some other side ones right now I'm just doing the yearly one but usually I'll do that one and then sometimes I'll do like a little 30 day one or there's all kinds of stuff you can do a seven day you can start with like a seven day reading plan just to get into the habit okay just get in the habit if you don't have that app just search Bible it's the first one that comes up but on and the iPhone store and the in the app store I believe the same on Google Play if you search Bible you version Bible app super easy to get plugged into so that you have that so we got worship we got the word what's the third part of our evening services at camp altar time right response time okay this is where we say okay we've praised God we told him who he is what he means all that kind of stuff We've read the Bible, okay? We've we've you know trying to learn some lessons from what God is trying to teach us through His Word, because the Bible is God's love letter to you. So He's trying to tell you some stuff, and then we respond. Now, you know, if for example, let's say for example, uh, what movie did I see? I saw San Andreas last weekend, and there's a section where uh, where where they are on a boat, right? And it's The Rock and his wife or whatever, and they're uh, they're on a boat. And they realize a tsunami is coming towards them, right? So now they have this information, okay? If, for example, if the rocket said, and, so what? What happens? They die, right? So he has, so he has this information. Now he has to respond to it by in some appropriate action in this case he runs up the face of the tsunami and of course they stay alive um because he's the hero and it would be weird if he died but uh um sorry spoiler alert on the movie the rock lives shocking i know so here is the thing praising and worshiping is awesome reading the word is incredible so much we can learn but if we don't respond and take that and say okay what now like what is my response to that then we have just Wasted our time, okay? We have to respond. We have to listen to what God wants to say to us, okay? He talks to us, and John 10, 27 says, My sheep listen to my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. That's God speaking. And he's saying, listen, if you're my sheep, if you're one of my people, you hear my voice, and you follow it. You have to respond, okay? We have to be aware. We have to kind of pay attention to how we're, don't, how we're doing, okay? We have to watch out for the enemy's attack. We have to... So, so praise time... And then getting the word, that's what, and you notice it's like a conversation. And like, okay, so I say, hey, God, you're awesome. I love you. Praising him. Then he's like, okay, good. Here's some stuff I'm going to tell you. And that's like, okay, now here's my response. Okay. You know, right. It's like a conversation with God. That's what it is. That's the whole thing right here. Because here's the thing. The attack is going to come. Like you say, I'm in a really good place. Good. Enjoy that. But at some point, the enemy is going to attack, okay? He's going to try and discourage you. He's going to try and, and convince you of things that aren't true. The enemy is going to come after you at some point. The question is not uh, whether you experience the attack. The question is how you respond to it. But how many of you notice, especially those of you who just got back, back from camp, you notice that at camp, the enemy doesn't seem to have much of a foothold, right? Like the enemy doesn't have a lot. Like he, he's kind of quiet there right? You know, camp is pretty awesome that way. So why is that? Let's talk a little bit about how we can, how we can create a similar atmosphere for ourselves so that when we have this conversation with God, we, we're ready for it and we've got an atmosphere that's conducive to it, okay? The first thing about camp, and I love our camp like this, is that there's no distractions, right? Even if your, your phone might get service in certain spots, it might not, depending on what service you have I did find after four years I found one spot where I could send and receive a text this year I've got Verizon I get nothing out there I found one spot where I can send and receive a text um, with reliability like I know that's the one spot Um, so from by the back door in the cafeteria like over over there Um, so that's the one spot but so like you have like no cell phone reception there's no cable there's no internet there's no TVs you know Uh, so like all those other things are not there and you're like oh now I can just focus on what Jesus wants to say to me. That's pretty cool, okay, because we don't have all the distractions, right? And Jesus did this too. Jesus set the example in Matthew fourteen twenty three. 23. Uh, it said, after he had dismissed them, he went up on a mountainside by himself to pray. So he had a bunch of people around him. He had just got done preaching or doing miracles or something. And, and he says, you know what, all you guys, go away. I need to pray. And if Jesus needs to pray, you know we do. And so he's like, okay, I need some time to myself. And he goes on a mountainside to pray. Does anybody know what happens right after this in Matthew 14? It's like one of the most famous Bible. Think of like the most famous Jesus miracle or story that something crazy that Jesus did. Do what? Put the guy's ear back on. That's later. No, that's not this one. Although in that case, he had also just come from praying in Gethsemane. So that's a, good, that's a, good, that's a really good guess. Ronnie's looking it up in the Bible. I see her. I see her looking it up. Matthew 14. Okay, she's getting it. She don't want me to tell it. This is riveting. It's not Lazarus, no. Yeah, he walked on water. Right, so so he knew he had just got done preaching, doing miracles. He gets some time to himself, and then he goes and starts walking on water. So that's a big deal. Jesus said, "You know what? You got to get away from the distractions." So how can you that? Let's let's. How can you that? I don't know what that was. Somebody give me some really practical. Let's just get like boots on the ground, super practical. Throw it out. Somebody, how can we get away from distractions? Get rid of them. Can we be more specific? Shut off the phone. That's probably the biggest one, like, in today's culture. Like, our grandparents or my parents didn't have to worry about that when they were my age because all they had was a phone on the wall, and if it had a really long cord, they might could get around the corner. But for the most part, they didn't have that. And so we, on the other hand, have these things that are with us all the time, right? How many of you guys, when you get to leave the house, do you do the, the pat check, right? right and the phone has to be there if you don't feel the phone in the pocket you expect it or ladies maybe if you carry a purse or whatever like and if it's not there you're going to go back and check like like the phone is a necessary like keys wallet phone that's the three things that 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 we that we check for i think or that i do at least keys wallet phone if nothing else i have to have those three things and so yeah turn your phone off for a little bit you're like i don't have a bible then come talk to me I'll give you one like if, if your only Bible's on the phone I'll hook you up okay I'll get you set with a Bible because the phone is like or maybe maybe you say I need it for the Bible then put it on airplane airplane mode you could do that maybe you know that way you're not getting texts and phone calls and snapchats and Instagram notifications and all those little red dots that pop up on your apps right okay by the way anybody else have to clear the red dot yes a few of you guys See, neither does your dad. Your dad has like a million and seven little red dots on his phone. It drives me crazy. I hate looking at Pastor Todd's phone because he. he like 10, yes, he he has like a million. Yeah, he has ten thousand emails, and he never updates his apps. And he never. Oh, it's, it drives me. I don't know how he does it. I can't handle it. But uh, like, if I get that red dot, I'm gonna clear it as soon as physically possible. But that's what I'm talking about. If I'm reading the Bible on my phone and I get that notification, I'm gonna go clear it, and I'm distracted. Right? So turn off the phone. What's another way that we can get rid of distractions? Hmm? Practical. Huh? Log out of social media. Yeah? Yes, stay away from social media? Yeah, distance. Yeah, you're like, yeah, you know, get alone. Right? It says Jesus. He went up on the mountainside by himself he didn't take his posse up there with him to pray he said i need to be by myself so i can pray for a little bit yeah get alone and that's really hard sometimes and i know everybody's got a different housing situation you may share a bedroom or whatever it may be but find a way to get alone okay shut the door put a sign on the door what you know if your family needs to know hey when you know when 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 he's in earth you know whatever it may be like get rid of those get get by yourself Okay, um, some people and, and I can be like this. You might even need to turn off the music. Now we talked about music as a great way to worship, excuse me, and it is. But you might need to turn it off because cause I know, like for me, because I'm a musician, I hear music and I begin to analyze it. Like I don't know if y'all probably, hopefully y'all will not pay attention to at camp, but even at camp, like I'm sitting there in praise and worship, and I should just be worshiping instead. I'm watching the guitarist to figure out what the chords are. Like, and I'm going, ooh, that was a cool riff the bass, got, the bass player played. And, like, I get distracted by music, so I actually need silence sometimes or just, like, a real soft ethereal pad kind of thing where there's nothing musically interesting happening. It's just kind of some white noise. Um, but you might even need to turn the music off. We have to – whatever works for you because we're all different. Different things distract all of us, right? Um, so get by yourself. Get away from the distractions because camp is big on that, okay? So here's what's a, here's another thing. About camp that, is a, that, that helps set the atmosphere for what God wants to do and how He wants to communicate to us is that at camp, we play all kinds of games like we do. we have a blast, of course, uh, that stupid game with the head rolling the ball thing, like I was dizzy for like a half a day, I think that one I only played it like one one and a half times, but it messed me all up, you know, and the games are fun, and we do those for fun but but Chris, if you ever ask Chris. Um, he'll say I've heard him say on multiple times that that the whole point of all that stuff is to set the table for the night services Okay, like the services are the reason we do camp And that's the reason we go to camp is for the services And so if if you participate in the games you're more likely to participate in the services And some of you guys saw that like, you know, people who were uh, like during the games They were just kind of off to the side and they didn't want to play and then at camp in the services They were the same ones that sat in the back and never came up to the altar, right? So here's the thing. Well, you say, what's the point? The point is this it's about priority so if you said Chris you can only do one activity at camp he's gonna say it's service we have to make our spiritual life our walk with God our communication with God a priority and I know that's really hard but here's the here's the reason why because God made you a priority God made you his priority if you weren't his priority, he would have said, no, I'm not sending Jesus. Jesus, I'm not going to die, and I'm not going to forgive them of their sins. They can figure it out on their own. But he didn't. God loved us so much that he said, okay, fine. You know, I will take their sin. I will die in their place. Because he, he, he gave us that kind of priority. You know, I, I uh, I'm at a stage in in life. If you don't know, I got engaged about two, just shy of two weeks ago, and so I'm at the stage where it's like, okay, like now, Jen is moving up the priority list, right? She was a friend, and she had a spot, and then she was my girlfriend, and she moved up a little bit, and now she's my fiance, and so she, she keeps moving up the priority list, okay? She'll never jump over God, but other than that, she's gonna be number two because, because it has to be that way, and so it's the same thing. We have to choose to make that person a priority, same way we have to choose to make God a priority. You have to choose to make time for your spiritual life. You have to choose to make uh, space in your schedule for your spiritual life, okay? And I get school, friends, extracurriculars, do all those things, man. Have a good, I, you know, I'm not saying you can never have fun, never have friends. That's not at all what I'm saying, okay? And if you know my story, you know that I had all of those things and I believe in those things to be well-rounded. But number one, like the biggest, the, you know, if it was a pie chart, Okay, the, the main thing, the one that gets top priority has to be our spiritual life. Matthew six thirty three says, Seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and everything else will be given to you as well. We spend so much time seeking other things, and God says, If you'll seek after me, I'll, I'll make sure you have all the things that you want and, and that you need. You want a great job, you want a great relationship, and eventually a great marriage, you want to have financial responsibility, seek after God. Joe Barnosky, two years ago at camp, he was our speaker in 2013, he said, seek the giver, not the gifts, because you don't get gifts from strangers, right? That'd be really weird if a stranger gave you a gift. You'd be, like, probably a little bit uh, suspicious, right? Like, if somebody was just like, here, I have this package, you'd be like, call the Bomb Squad. I don't know what's happening right now. Like, but if a friend comes up and says, hey, I got you this, you're like, sweet, that's awesome. You've got you to have a relationship with God so that he can give you the gifts, okay? These, th- that feeling at, at camp, like, you know, when you're in the altars and God is just speaking to you, or if you haven't been to that camp, any time you've had where you say, you know what, there's, just a, there's an in-tune level with God, that can happen anywhere. It really can. That can happen anywhere. We have to make it a priority. We have to put ourselves in a situation to have that communication with God. So I want to close with this really quick. Um, We're selling fireworks, and so I got to thinking about our fireworks here. And so I brought a few. We're not going to light them off. But I want to use them as an example here because what we have here, uh, this one here, not that one, this big one here is called Lights Out. It's new this year. Uh, We've never had it before. It's called Lights Out, and this one right here is a show in a box. You light it once, and it puts on a show. Man, it's really cool. We have a bunch of these different type of things. we got much bigger ones than this. This is the one I brought because it was easy to carry. But uh, this one here, it's a, it's a show in a box, and so for like a minute or two, you're going to get a really good show, but it doesn't last very long. You get a good, good show, but only for a few minutes at a time, okay? And that's cool, man. There's a the time for that. Sometimes that's what you want. You want that... That wow, that dazzle factor, you know. And that's kind of like camp, right? Camp is amazing. Camp is incredible. But it only lasts a week. We can't stay at camp every week or we'd never get anything else done, right? I mean, and at some point, that would become normal. and we, you know, so, so this is like camp or these mountaintop experiences. Anytime you have, like, where, where you go away somewhere and you have this crazy experience. But this right here, this is 500 firecrackers. 500 firecrackers all in a nice tight roll and firecrackers work totally different because these even though they're not as big as that on the surface as far as what they look like they're going to last longer right and, and and i love these because it's such a cool analogy for our life where this one here if you light one it lights the next one which lights the next one which lights the next one which lights the next one and which lights the next one, et cetera, 500 times, okay? And if you cut it off, it's not gonna light the next one. Like, you can cut these, you know, you can cut these kind of strings in half, and, and if you do, then you have to relight it, right? Now, both the lights out, the big one, and the firecrackers have the same power source, right? What's the power source? It's not a, It's not a trick question. How do you light a firework? Fire, yeah, right. They both, yeah, not not a trick question. They both have fire as the source, okay? They have the same power. And yet, if we are only experiencing God's presence in this, we're missing out on a bunch of days, okay? That's a week at a time. You might get two or three of these a year where you have those opportunities to go off a few days a year. But this right here, every day that lights the next day that lights the next day and there's a there's a pattern there right and 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 here's the thing the longer you wait to relight it if when it breaks up the harder it is to to relight okay i speak from experience on that one some of you guys have been there here's what i want for you guys i want you guys to have firecracker faith I want you to have a relationship with God every day, not just three times a year for Big Bang. And that's fine. Those are good. There's there's a reason for that. But we got to keep this going. We got to keep this going day after day after day. That way, when we get to those, it's even, it's even more so because we already have the basis going. And so I want you guys to close your eyes and bow your heads. We're about done. And I want to If you're here tonight and you say, you know, I am totally the lights out. Like two or three times a year, I get really close to God. But other than that, I never do. And you say, you know what, I want to change that. I want to, I want to begin a daily walk with him. Or maybe you've never had a walk with him at all. You say, I don't have any of those. I've never been to camp. I don't really know anything. But And if that's you, just know this. God loves you. He wants a relationship with you. And so if, if you're either one of those, you say, I've never had that walk or I just need it restarted. I need to kind of kick it off, kick it, restarted." If that's you, then you just raise your hand and put it back down. It's, it's that simple. Okay? Right now on three. One, two, three. Raise them and put them back down. Okay? See it? Now, some of us just came off of our big life, big lights out experience, our big, big bang. And you guys, your prayer is going to be a little different tonight. Your prayer is going to be more like, Lord, help me to, to keep that day by day going. And we're going to, I'm going to pray, and then we'll be done for the night. And But no matter where you are in this in this analogy or in this room, I want to encourage you to seek after God, to do the day by day. It's not about making a huge show. It's about making time and making a priority for God. Heavenly Father, we thank you for tonight. God, I thank you for your word and the chance to to see the example that you set for us. God, I pray that you would, uh, God, just give us strength. Lord, that you would give us uh, a desire to know you more. Lord, that those of us that just got back from camp would not grow stagnant, Lord, but that we would keep day by day lighting that fire of relationship with you lord that we would continue every day to walk with you and to um to allow you to speak to us god lord i pray that you would uh, give us that strength to do so i pray that you would uh, continue to fill us with your presence and, and so that we desire you more I pray that we would not leave this place changed or that we would leave this place changed and not the same. God, we know that every day we can communicate with you and I pray that that would be our goal. We know that you love us and you want that. God, you want to communicate with us and so I pray that, uh, God, that we would allow that to happen. I pray that you would give us each the, uh, the strength to make those decisions, to, to put you first. God, I pray that we would come to know you more and to know you better. God, we thank you and we love you. It's in we pray.